my favorite you know I'm a big uh Prude Fox love stan and so I know which is really controversial in our fandom because she I I assume she's a she so I should probably say they um they always assume as well I assumed as well I feel like most fanfic writers are women or at least you know maybe even just identify as women but PL is a massive favorite of mine and I think literally every fic she has written has been severely angsty with mm-hmm. you know the and others and major character deaths and you know all the bad stuff that happens along the way yeah. so darkest timeline that's my jam that's my <laughs> jam too mm-hmm. which is your favorite of hers uh the one that you know I was trying to think of what it was called earlier and I always forget because I always think it's the wrong one I always want to call it the 13th sign and that's not it it's the one where she's with Skinner and she had the the twins promises to keep there it is thank you yes that one is my favorite one I've read that so many it's actually saved on like all of my devices I feel like I need to reread that it's been a few years yeah uh, the, the hospital scene I mean I don't like, remember it's very spicy it is very spicy. It's when she like sees Mulder for the first time after, you know, uh, spoiler alert, uh, you know, thinking <laughs> that okay. he, I think she thought he had died and she's, you know, had since then been with Skinner, married Skinner and saw Mulder for the first time and um, spice ensues in the hospital. And it is, you wouldn't expect that to be so hot, but it is, you know, yeah, it, so. is. Mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember yeah. if I've actually read that one i feel like we need to add it to our darkest timeline reading wow. list it's yeah, kind of a messed up story i know the premise and i think i don't know if i've actually read it though i You're feel like we've out. discussed it but not read it hmm. okay well i mean it's not as bad as like the wasteland you know <laughs> like that i feel like that's one of those fics that yeah. you read it and you're like okay so never again <laughs> Never again. I'm just gonna like try to, you know, you know, like Men in Black that got that zapper yeah. that erases mm-hmm. your memory. That is was wishing for that after that one. You no know, promises to keep though. You know, there is like the good happy ending and everything. Kind of, mm-hmm. kind of a happy ending. Kind of, yeah, yeah. What do you think about Paracelsus? I never read it. You never read? Oh, that's interesting. Mm-mm. Is there know, a reason? Uh, isn't that like a historical AU? Or yeah. Wrong? So, um, I'll be straight honest with you uh historical au really is not my jam okay and pl because that's that's proof rock love right mm-hmm. um you know she can get kind of wordy i guess you know um not yeah. often times but she can she can get wordy and so putting those two things together just i don't know it didn't really strike my fancy gotcha okay i was wondering mm-hmm. because i think dina and i both recently read it and I couldn't stop reading it. I was enthralled, but also I wanted to hurt Mulder so bad in the story. I'm like, this isn't Mulder. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, PL is known for being wildly out of character with her. Literally just took the words out of my mouth. Yeah. yeah. And I'm okay with that. I'm like, okay, I'm here for the ride. These characters have these specific names and whatever. And I, like I said, I couldn't put it down. I even read all three endings Oh, wow. Okay. So there's multiple endings. There's multiple endings. Again, loved it, but I wanted to slap Mulder because he was Mm -hmm. such a jerk throughout. And Scully was so like bending to his will. And I was like, just bitch slap him. It's Mm -hmm. fine. See, I don't think I've reached that yet. So I've, I've, oh, I'm struggling. No, 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 no worries. I've read it because as I've been reading it, I'm like, this sounds very familiar. So I think I've read it, but because Peyton just finished reading it. 
Oh. Or is reading it. Lynn was reading it as well. Oh, I didn't know Lynn was reading Where mm. are you people? You got to tell me these things. You had already finished it at that point. I know, but I want someone to discuss with. Yeah, we can discuss. We can discuss. Okay. Um, so I've just been slowly reading it like at work when I do, when it's like yeah. quiet and I'm doing night shifts or whatever, but I like, I'm the struggle is real to read it. Oh. And it, I'm, I'm like you, Patty, I'm not a huge fan of deeply historical, like, yeah. Things. So, and it, yeah, it is wordy. And it, yeah, so far I'm like, mm, they just got married. Oh, okay. I'm like still early on. Yeah. But um, I'm like, oh my God, there's like, cause I'm just reading it from my phone. <laughs> and I'm like, there's like 900 pages left of this. What? No. <laughs> Oof. That's like a heavy that. undertaking. What is the longest fic you guys have uh, read? Oh. I think mine is, um, isn't that In Death Shall Have No Dominion? Isn't that one like crazy long? I've I'm pretty that sure one. that might be the longest one that I've read. Um, By Jean Helms, is that right? Fairly recent, right? I think. Oh, no. No, no. I think that's pretty old. That's a cla- it's like Sorry, a classic. I'm confusing that one. Yeah. Um, it is just crazy long, though. I don't know what my longest one would be. I think Paracelsus is my longest. And then it depends on like what site too, because Gossamer does it differently than yeah, that's true. Gossamer's characters. Mm-hmm. Speaking of that, when I was uh, co-running the TXF Fic Chicks on Tumblr, we were trying to like convert the just so we had like basic information for each recommendation that we were putting out. Mm-hmm. So we were trying to convert, like, figure out. Uh, because AO3 does, you know, an actual word count and like Gossamer and other, other sites, they had like a, whatever number K. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it was like the, like the amount of data or something. Mm-hmm. We characters, thought, isn't it? I don't, I don't know. Because the I thing is, is that we use, we use many different conversions trying to figure mm-hmm. out what they were, you know, what they're using to measure the length and nothing ever came out right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so I have no idea. I have no clue. Interesting. I always anyway, just put it into fact. Google Docs and try to see how many words it yes. is. But then it's if they have like a disclaimer before each chapter, then it gets distorted. I don't have yeah. that kind of time to go through each chapter yeah. and like delete all that. I'm like, eh, close enough. Honestly, it just got to the point where it was like, if it was over 50K or 75K or, you know, 75,000 words, then we just considered it like a novel length fanfic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so totally. that's just what we ended up going by. But it's very confusing, you know, with the, like you were saying, that it's different on Gossamer versus, you know, AO3. And uh, which one, what is, and Death Shall Have No Dominion? I'm going to be honest with you, I don't remember, but it was, <laughs> I do remember the reaction I had to it. It was one of those that I couldn't put down. It had been recommended to me because I like angsty fic. Mm-hmm. And um, so my friend Liz was like, you, you have to read this. I think we're at this point too, side note, um, where I was working a lot. And so I podcast didn't exist yet so she took one for the team and she was literally through whatsapp she was reading me fan fiction and so like she would like 15 20 minute messages and she would just right is Uh, that not that's a good friend right that's so that's amazing i know she basically read me all of to join the podcast you know (laughs) we need readers I'll, I'll let her know i'll let her know you know you guys cover her fic and often enough um you know the two moms yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so really that's what she, I thought you meant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so yeah, she uh she used to read me. And so she ended up reading me the beginning of In Death Shall Have No Dominion. Anyway, I just remember the reaction I had because I've read way too much fic to remember a lot of specific fan mm-hmm. fictions. I just can't. My brain like doesn't have the bandwidth for that. But the reaction was 
absolutely like it had gutted me you know and it was just oh man like I just hear like that the title of it and it's just like the feelings just kind of come rushing back so you guys should definitely give it a read so I I feel like it's and I couldn't get into it. What's it about? Oh, really? What's Try it about? Because I can't remember. Isn't it? I mean, this was, again, a few years ago. Trigger warning. Sorry. I should have said that first. Um, Scully rape story. And somehow they're underground. Scully doesn't remember what happened. Crychick is involved somehow. We need Cindy on this. I think she's a lover of this one. Okay. I don't, I, again, I didn't read the whole thing. But that's what I remember people saying about it. Oh, is this the one where she's trapped under, they're both trapped under like a house or something and it starts raining and, and like they almost, mm, I think I have read this one. I mean, it was like six years ago when I read it. So I feel like I probably shouldn't recommend it without remembering what it's about. <laughs> oh, that's okay. At I'm least like major plot points, yeah. you know? Yeah. Any trigger <laughs> warning stuff? I never remember the titles and I'm always remember, oh, this happened. In the, and then someone else is like, oh, that's what that's called. I'm like, how do you all mm-hmm. remember the titles? I'm like vague, you know, important, but vague little plot points. And then everyone else is like, oh, it's called this and it's this. And I'm like, how do you? Yeah. Keisha has a crazy memory for these stories. Yeah. Even Lynn. Lynn. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cindy remembers a lot of titles as well. And she Not shouldn't. Me. She has a lot of kids. How does she still have <laughs> the capacity to remember all that? I know. I'm like, I, I remember what kids. everyone likes to eat and what everyone doesn't like to eat. I know yeah. when I have to do everyone's laundry, that's about it. Mm-hmm. Everything else goes in the spreadsheet and I do the best that I can. And if people have questions, I try to look it up. <laughs> when, when we had our spreadsheet for fic chicks, that's what we ended up doing was... Um, we had a, this massive spreadsheet and then we had this spot for like notes about major plot points just so that way we could remember what the fic was about when we were yeah. recommending it. Because my memory is, it does, I don't have much of one to be honest yeah. with you. And then becoming a mom, having a kid made it infinitely worse. So um, yeah, I can't remember anything. Yeah. I remember some unique stories though, or stories that had like a major impact on me, like um, Blinded by White Light. But the majority, I'd say 95% of the fic, I can't remember. Can you tell us a little bit about Thick Chicks, please? For those who might yeah. not know, maybe people who are new to the fandom or yeah, that's a good people point. that it just like passed by somehow if they weren't on yeah. line. Uh, so in, gosh, was it like 2016? I think it was. Me and Cat Eyes 224, uh, Kristen, we were ravaging all of the fan fiction. And we were going through new stuff and we were really digging into a lot of like the classics. And we were noticing because, you know, at that point, fandom was really had a really heavy presence on Tumblr. And we were noticing a lot of people that were recommending fan fiction. It was just constantly current stuff that had been released within like the last few weeks, last few months. And that there were all these fantastic classics or older fic that just wasn't getting recommended. Stuff from like, you know, the the 90s and even like early 2000s. And then like, if you'd recommend it, they had no idea what you're talking about. You know, you'd bring up like Arizona Highways and they're like, who? (laughs) So um, we were just like, appalled at that so we came up with this idea that we were gonna we kind of wanted to be like the netflix of a fan fiction recommendation right we came up with themed days and so i can't remember exactly what all of the days were um i think it was case file monday maybe editors pick tuesday or something no it was post call post colonization au tuesday editors pick wednesday 
I don't know, something for Thursday, novel length Friday, and then we had smut Sunday. So we took Saturdays <laughs> off, but we recommended five or six fix a week. That's and a lot. It really, like, it was I really like Sunday. Sunday was the smut. Heck yeah. Sunday was the smut thing. <laughs> Heck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just fits so well, like, you know, end your week with some spice, you know? Yeah. And so everything, we probably spent like a couple weeks beforehand, um, just reading all of the fic and everything that we recommended, we had personally read at least one of us. So we came up with our summaries and everything. We tried to include all of the trigger warnings that we could. And we did that, gosh, I think for like a year and a half. <clears throat> and then it just got to the point where we were so burnt out on reading fic. We just yeah. had to, we just had to step away. Um, I think our last post was when she came out to visit me three years ago. And we just did like a little meet and greet and chatted and stuff, you know. So anyway, yeah, and we've not really been back to it since. Yeah, that and that's a big undertaking. Six, you know, six days Mm -hmm. out of the seven, you're doing that. You kind of almost take the fun out of reading fic in general, right? Like it it becomes like a job on top of your job. That's really (laughs) what ended up happening is it started, um, we were just so burnt out. We were kind of we were just really over it. And it was feeling more like a job. It really wasn't fun reading fic anymore. We kind of like felt like we were losing the whole, like, you know, when you read something that's just like so good that you need to fangirl with somebody. And she was always my person that we always fangirled with each other when reading something. I remember when PL put out, oh gosh, Dana Scully's, Dr. Scully's. Yeah. Extraordinary voice. Yeah. And we were reading it at the same time because it had just been released and like we were dying over it together, you know, and but at the end of, uh, you know, fic chicks, like we even we just kind of like lost that even we we're just like, okay, <laughs> this one's not bad. We're just going to recommend this. And then we tried to <laughs> we tried to spice it up with, you know, like if you liked this episode, here's like four or five fics that you can read, you know, that have like the same kind of theme or the same vibe or the same like kind of idea. We tried to spice it up a little bit, but eventually, you know, all things must come to an end. You know, what's so great, though, is that people are still enjoying those posts. Like I've still found those Mm -hmm. posts and I've gone through and read all the recommendations. (laughs) So that's so cool. That's really even though you're not actively doing it anymore. It's still out there and people Mm -hmm. are still benefiting from that. That's cool. You know, I've tried to, I would, I've read some really good fic over like the last year or two. Um, There's that one, you know, I'm not really into historical fiction, um, historical AU. And I ended up reading Grey Canyon. And Mm. I think it's by Dreaming of Scully. Mm -hmm. And that one just wowed me, right? And so I was thinking like, that'd be a really good one to recommend on Fic Chicks. But honestly, I don't even know if I remember my login. So So I don't know if that's going to work out, but I do get inspired every once in a while. Eyes two two four for hers. Yeah, the thing is, is we have the same login. We shared it, so um, I don't know if she remembers either. But I do occasionally. I'll get inspired by something that I read, and you know, want to post it. Just so you know, I got I got a message. Well, I'm on a group chat with um, Dreaming of Scully, and she is leaving the fandom. I so know. If you want, or she's leaving writing specifically. Yes. If you want her fic, if you want that Great Canyon, I hope it's downloaded. Yeah, she's. I think it's tomorrow, tomorrow. isn't it? I think oh, I it's today tomorrow. was the last day. Okay, it might be today. I just recently, I just saw the the tweet today though that yeah, I think know, it's tomorrow. Tomorrow. she's taking her fic down. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. download it if you want it. But it's sad. Like, I, I think I understood why she did it. I guess she 
she's going to try to like turn some of them into novels, which that's, that's great. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's sad to think that, that, you know, those works are going away because I mean, we're so spoiled that there's so much good stuff out there and, you know, Mm -hmm. we're still unearthing old fix from the nineties that I know I've, I still come across old ones that I haven't read and that are fantastic. And so I'm so glad that they're still there and I'm glad that people didn't take them down. I know some of them were lost to the ages when like servers Mm. went offline or whatever, but yeah, the thought that it could go away is definitely so heartbreaking. Yeah, it is. It's a little unnerving Mm -hmm. because I I really depend on all of that stuff that's out there. I know it's like, gosh, I hope nobody follows suit. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I mean, this doesn't happen super often, I feel like. It happens occasionally. And I, I know two other times somebody took their fic off of whatever um, to pursue making it into original works, right? So mm-hmm. Syntax 6 and then mm-hmm. um, what, what's her what's her hand? Natalie, what's her handle? Um, Sunflower Seeds and Science mm-hmm. with Cafe oh. Pequod. Yep. Oh, oh she no took kidding. that down? I mean, she may have put it back up, but for a while there, it was taken down oh. because she was uh, turning it into an original work. That was, yeah. that that was, a couple was years really ago. good. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. That was like, yeah. that's the fic that like made her in fandom, you know, yeah. everybody, massive fan. Mm-hmm. That's a great one. And yeah, when I go look through my bookmarks on AO3, a lot of times it'll be like, this was this work was deleted and I'm like what and it doesn't even tell me what it is anymore it just says it was deleted so I'm like shit I lost something and I don't know what it was but I obviously liked it and I bet that was one of them because I hadn't seen that one in a while it might be back now but I know for a couple of years there, she had, you know, it had been removed. And I guess when you're when you're trying to make set, like a thick, you know, into a book, like we have all this history of these characters from the show. Right. Mm-hmm. So now you have to take that out because you're making a book of like an original character. So it's kind of like you don't have that connection with them. And you're, you, yes. you know, it's not as easy to sympathize when yeah. it's not Mulder, <laughs> you know, like you're like, oh, well, that's you're true. Now that's true. Yeah. You're just a terrible person. <laughs> you're just a terrible person. Yeah, yeah. really. <laughs> you know, that's what's so hard, too, with like you were saying, taking uh, some of your longer works and trying to make it into an original work mm-hmm. is you lose that like that trust that with your audience that they already mm-hmm. know the characters. So you don't really have to put in like any effort trying to introduce them to your audience because anybody yeah. that's reading them, y'all know Mulder and Scully, you know, mm-hmm. so I can just plop them in wherever and you're going to roll with me when you make them original characters. That's, that's really tough. I tried doing that with the after I was trying to make it into original work because I was like, well, if Natalie's doing it, mm-hmm. I want to do it. <laughs> and um, I backtracked out of that real fast because Holy crap that's hard I was like I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with fan fiction yeah wow it would really be hard yeah, yeah. I, I can't oh imagine well I guess I'm a, I guess I didn't realize what a lazy writer I am because like, <laughs> once I had all. to like start putting in work to make my characters like complex and like for you to I don't know to like relate to them and to make them not seem two-dimensional and everything mm-hmm. and I didn't have the I couldn't just fall back on that they were Mulder and Scully. Um, yep, that's why it's still up. It's mm-hmm. still up as fan fiction. Yeah. <laughs> and we're right. so happy it yes. is. And we're uh, very happy about that. Oh, right now, on. Yeah, that won't be getting officially. Can I switch gears for a second and ask mm-hmm. how you discovered the X-Files and how you got started in fandom and all that? Okay, so I don't know how to pronounce this episode. Um, I think it's nobody German. does probably. It's you okay. know, it's the German one. Uh, one of the German ones. Die hand, die verlet. Oh, die hand, yeah. die verlet. 
There it is. Thank you. Wow. That was Thank really you, impressive. Thanks for that. I speak um, German. Oh, amazing. That's awesome. That really is Very, awesome. Really bad German, but it's good enough to hey. pronounce the X-Files episode. Better than any of us, apparently. <laughs> Evidently, yes. Yes, because I just butchered that. So thank you. Um, Everyone does, that, though. We all knew exactly which one you meant. <laughs> I didn't have to tell you. I uh, saw that as a kid, and it scared the crap out of me. So then I wanted nothing to do with the X-Files oh. until um, in, what was it, 98? And the X-Files had just been, uh, Flight the Future was released on VHS. And my dad bought me the VHS and because realist, I just, I liked Jillian Anderson's face. And so I was like, I'll watch this because she mm-hmm. has a really pretty face and I didn't care what it was about. And then I ended up watching that movie probably like eight or nine times throughout the weekend. And that was it. And then I was scouring, um, you know, the old school paper TV guides, trying to figure out what time the show was on. And so my first episode was actually Alpha. Oh, okay. Yep. That was the first episode that I started watching. Like I had just missed some really good ones too. Like yeah. I just oh, missed Katie. You know, I know, I know. Like I missed some really, really fantastic episodes, but then after that, I never missed an episode. And back then they used to play reruns um, at 1am on Sunday nights. And so I watched the new episode and then I stayed up until one in the morning nice. um, okay. and I was in high school. And so I was like hiding, you know, with like my TV, like super low <laughs> and my VCR was plugged in. So I was taping every episode that I could. So I had like this stack of VHS tapes. That was it. That was the beginning of my love affair with the x-files i Mm -hmm. love that that's so awesome i even i was just talking about this i think on twitter i even back in the day you could find out their management company that you know whoever managed them and you could send them fan mail do you remember that and so i hand wrote in my bubbly you know sophomore handwriting um i hand wrote jillian anderson a love letter and i got an autographed like a stamped autograph Mm -hmm. you know scully from like season three photo back and i still have that oh wow Um, it's pretty cool i wish i had done that way back when i wish i had i never even thought to do that yeah me neither I don't know why it never occurred to me, but it did never occur to me. So I had to figure out how to express my love to her. So I was, (laughs) you know, I was going to figure it out. Yeah. Good for you. Did you two run away together? Me and her? (laughs) I don't think she knows I exist. Do you know what I did do, though? I had found out over the years that she graduated from a high school in Grand Rapids, which Mm -hmm. is in Michigan. And my sister lives in Grand Rapids. So when two moms, Liz, came to visit me a couple years ago, we went and got matching tattoos and then we went and stocked out the high school. And we definitely have a photo of us standing on the front steps of the high school. We are so creepy. Yeah, we're such creeps. Oh my God. (laughs) Well, then we're all creepy because I'm pretty sure that we would all do the same thing if we were there. Absolutely. I mean, there's a 99 point seven percent chance oh my gosh thank god my sister and my brother and like my sister obviously knows about my love of the x-files and my brother-in-law just like rolled with it he's like yeah cool let's find it i'll pull it up on gps you know anyway so yeah my love affair with the x-files is it goes deep and what about how did you like find fandom start writing fic all of that so i was writing fic before i even knew that that was like a legit Hmm. thing i was um i used to like i was such a nerd y'all like it was (laughs) it was bad i used to carry around i still have them i wish i had them available to me so i could show you they're packed up right now but i um i had like notebooks that i used to carry around with me all the time and so i would write out 
you know, scenes or whatever, like missing scenes from shows or little inspired ideas. I did that for, like it was kind of a running joke with my family that I always had my notebook and my pen on me because I was always writing. And it was what year is that? Like 2000? No, I don't know, like 1999, I think. And um, I stumbled across some message board. And it was an accident because I was looking for um, like episode transcripts for episodes that I had not seen. That, that's how I stumbled across fan fiction. And okay. one of the, the first fanfics that I remember reading is Blinded by White Light. And I had printed it out oh. um, at school. In high school, I printed it out from my computer class after hours. Thank goodness my, my teacher wasn't there because I likely could have. That's a pretty long fic. I could have gotten in trouble that's for that. Very I feel long. like yeah. everyone has done that. I've done you that. Know? I was I've like, I'm going to be late to cheerleading practice, but I don't care. And what is so, it, 30, uh, 40,000 K? Yeah, it's not a super long one, but it's, but it's long, long enough. long enough. It, it, it yeah. took some paper. Sure, back then. Yeah, man. That's, yeah. that's long. So, yep, I printed that out. And that was the first one that I re- remember reading and having um, an impact on me. And so then that was that once I discovered that other people were not just writing like little blips, like little thicklet kind of things, mm-hmm. you know, they're actually lighting, like writing like heavy duty, really complex stories with like, you know, the beginning, middle and end and like really just like writing their own X-Files. Oh man, I was a goner. That was it. That Then that's all I did was read thick. And I was on, what was that? Gauze? The Julian Anderson website. Remember mm-hmm. they had a message board? Yep. I was uh, on there all the time too. That's where she would write stuff too, right? Mm-hmm. Back yes. when she was even more unfiltered than she. Yes. <laughs> yes. I was like, wow. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I yep. was watching an interview with her recently and she is so giggly from all, a long time ago, recently, but oh, from a long time ago, she's yeah. so giggly and smiley. Yeah. And oh, now she's so lighthearted and funny. Yeah. And oh, I wonder if that was like anxiety induced giggles, you know, because oh, she, she seems like a little bit of an introvert. I know she's like, you know, she, yeah. an actress and stuff, but you know, she has made comments about liking her privacy and everything. Sure. So I, I've always wondered if that was like anxiety induced giggles. Not that it matters. Anyway, she was super cute and fun. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. Well, and yeah. she was so young, right? Like that yeah. she probably, you know, was her normal self. And, and yeah. like, I can only imagine after like certain interviews, they'd be like her people or other people or, you know, Fox people maybe would be like, okay, you need to tone it down. You need to whatever, yada, yada. Right. Such <laughs> a polar opposite right. than what we knew as Dana Scully. Yeah. Right? Well, she, yeah. yeah. Gosh, she was a baby. I mean, yeah. she's she was younger than I am now. Like, I can't even imagine. Yeah, like, like 10 years younger than I am <laughs> being in that limelight. And yeah, at that age, it's just crazy. Did, um, did your family know what you were writing in your notebooks or yep. just that you were writing? Yeah. Nope. They absolutely knew. They yeah. knew. Oh, really? Yeah. My oh, you're was, brave. Yeah. Oh, I had no shame, man. I had no, <laughs> man. I was the one that, um, you know, you couldn't just like go on the internet and get pictures and stuff. I was so obsessive. Like we'd go to the laundromat and I would like, while the loads were washing, I was scouring all the magazines there trying to find pictures. And I was stealing pages of magazines out of the laundromat and stuff just so that way. Because <laughs> back then though, she was in all the magazines because yeah. she was yeah. oftentimes, unfortunately, on like the worst dressed list. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> you know, and she was doing interviews and stuff. And so, yeah, my close friends, my family, everybody no, I was out and proud yeah. as far as being a Jillian fan. <laughs> I mean, still and to this day, fan. people are like, what are you reading? I'm like, a book. <laughs> yeah, oh, I was no. like, nothing. 
Oh no! See, my mom just my reading mom's an article. With this. No, my whole family, like even now, they're like, "Oh, you're writing more of that X file stuff, eh?" You know. Oh. So yeah, they don't wow. Know. Yeah, they're cool. My mom was super stoked when I told her that I was going to be on here chatting with you ladies. Really? So yeah, and my husband was like, "Yep, I'll get cash, my son. I'll get cash out of here so you can talk and have your quiet and stuff." So yeah, really, my family's super yeah. supportive. Go family! I know, right? Like, they're really fam. awesome. I know. A bunch of my friends who are not in fandom have read my fan fiction just because I've asked them to or they you know wanted to but um yeah no I've been really lucky in that everybody's been really supportive and understanding of my obsession yeah (laughs) I don't get any not support really I just get some kind of like oh okay like people don't understand my family members they don't really care one way or the other but they don't really understand it they're just like okay (laughs) I don't know that my family understands it I think they've just accepted it you know I think I'm just like they're like oh that patty she's so quirky you know and so (laughs) I don't know they just accept it I guess so I'm looking at your AO3 and the earliest fic that you've published there is not today on July 20th, yeah. 2016. Did you ever post anywhere before that? Or is that the first time you decided to post a fic? Okay, to be fair, the first time I ever posted was on a message board in the late 90s. But I don't know what the... I might still have the fic, to be honest with you. I have to dig, though, because it's handwritten on my mm-hmm. paper. And I don't remember what message board. After that, I was posting on Live Journal. Okay. Oh, you were? Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what my handle was, though. Maybe it was like Wicked Lily or something like that because I was going through my emo phase. <laughs> After that, it was Tumblr. So um, the the ones that are on, I think, Live Journal, I don't know if they're accessible. That would have probably used like the Wayback Machine or something mm-hmm. to get those. Tumblr is probably the most recent one that people would be able to find. So, gotcha. and I think Not Today was actually the very first fic that I posted on Tumblr, followed by, I think, The Porch Swing. Well, then I took, you know, you take a couple year break and stuff, but there have been so many different platforms, I feel like throughout the years. And I was never like picked up or recognized to end up on like Gossamer because I wasn't posting. I don't think where it was like super popular to post. I had a friend that was posting with me on LiveJournal and I don't think, I don't know, like nothing was ever picked up or anything. Like Mm -hmm. nobody knew who we were. So we didn't have a following or anything. Do you have a bunch of stuff on Tumblr that's not on AO3? So if somebody just wants to binge all of your stuff, are they going to get it all on AO3 or is there more on Tumblr? Nope. It's all on AO3 now. It's taken okay. me a while because I had to find stuff, you know, that was uh, like a prompt or something. So it didn't necessarily yeah. have a title or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I think I've officially found everything and put it on AO3. Okay. Yay. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. Because I know that that takes a lot of work. And so I understand why people don't always do it. But yeah. then when you find a writer that you really, really like, and you're going through Tumblr trying to find all their stuff, it's it's really hard, especially if you suck at Tumblr, which I do. And so I feel like, I feel like I probably miss stuff. And so when people have everything on AO3, that just makes it kind of idiot proof, you know, it's like, okay, I know I can get it all here. There was, I don't know if this one's on AO3, but there was a, because it's not even on my Tumblr, I don't think, but Kristen, uh, Cat Eyes 224. And I, we had co-written, we call it the shitty fic because um it's about scully almost pooping her pants which is really awful it sounds really bad oh we had so much fun that we got a little a little toasty and we we wrote it together anyway that's the best way to do it well now i'm curious oh i think it was oh man we gave it like we tried to make it fancy too because we were writing about literal poo and so i think we gave it like a latin title like sterna sterna i 
crap. I can't remember. I'll have to look. Anyway, that one, I'm not sure if that one's on my AO3 because that one I think was posted on Fic Chicks uh, because we were hosting like a, it's what? I said it's not on your AO3. It's not. I've read them, I've read <laughs> them all. <laughs> I was going to say, I'll have to see if I can find it because that one, that was something. It was like a, di- it was a dialogue only challenge. And mm-hmm. so oh, okay. oh, I want to find fun. it now because now I've got to tweet that because yeah, that'll be fun. Anyway, I think that's the only one that didn't make it onto my AO3. The other one that was tough though to transfer was the one that I wrote with Boho Artist at Two Agents Missing. That one, because it was told in such an unconventional way with a lot of like media and, mm. you know, gifs or gifs and stuff. That one was harder to transfer, but we did end up getting that one transferred too. So. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That one's fun. That was cool. It's hard. And, you know, it's cool that it's on AO3 now because in order to recommend that on Tumblr, we created a Tumblr for that story. And uh, we have to tell people that you've got to go all the way back through and like scroll all the way down and start from the very beginning post and then work your way through backwards because that's it. You know, it was told by post by post. So, Interesting. Mm-hmm. so it's a lot easier, I think, now that it's on AO3 for people to go through and read it or... Yeah. I don't know if read it is necessarily the right way to Con- consume it. Consume. That's yes. a great thing. Yes. Consume. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which we've had for like two or three years now. We have a, we've had it planned out to do another fic in that manner. And um, we just not have had the time to do it yet. So hopefully we can soon. That's so creative. Yeah. It was really fun. It was really, that was a fun one. That was Definitely one of my favorite uh, co-writing experiences. I love, somebody probably already has, but that would be a cool topic for another podcast is, is the different like ways of fic that's told in an unconventional way. You know, like it's told yes. via text. You know, you've seen yep. people mm-hmm. post screenshots of text between yeah. Mulder and Scully or, you know, that's told via, well, like what you did or there's there's different things I've seen over the years and it's just really creative. I think that's so cool. I mean, I love the conventional, just a written story, but mm-hmm. to see it in all these different formats is really interesting. We had talked about doing the, uh, you know, where you do like the screen recording and so you can watch them like in real time, mm-hmm. having a text message conversation. That was one of the methods that we were going to use in the next story that we were going to do. Oh, that's oh, yeah. so that would funny. Be awesome. yeah. Because mm-hmm. my husband worked for an app where he created stories that was told all through text message and it would be like a murder story. Okay, I kind of remember that. I'm wondering, there's one that's always stuck with me. That's cool. Maybe, yeah. And so he, but it was all through text message. Like, are you still there? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dot, there's dot, somebody dot. in the house. What yeah. happened? Dot, dot. And you're, you're like <laughs> yeah. waiting for it. And um, oh, yeah, that's, that's really suspense. interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I would, I would read that. That's very cool. Do you know a topic yet? Yeah. Um, demonic possession. Love mm-hmm. it. That sounds like fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. That, oh, I, I think that would be, there. Mm-hmm. that'd be really good. So much potential. Yeah, we are. <laughs> we have it. Like we've got it all outlined. It's just, she's going through um, her PhD program right now. Before it was, she was going through a master's and now she's going through to get her PhD. And so between her being just obviously crazy busy with that, mm-hmm. um, which is obviously also very important. And then with me having a toddler and everything, you know, we just, we don't have the time right now. So yeah. hopefully we can find the time soon here. 
Yeah. Well, she will finish her program and toddlers grow and go to school and become more independent. So Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. the the outline's just sitting there waiting for us. Oh, that's great. You have an outline. Yeah. Yeah. The story, like we even have like, like the first, like two or three posts, it's just, you know, going through and doing the rest of them. And a lot of it, she's so handy as far as graphic design and stuff like that, you know, and I'm just, that's not my forte and, you know, it takes time. And so unfortunately those things kind of fall on her shoulders where I can, you know, do a transcript and, you know, the texting thing we would have to do together and everything. Mm -hmm. It's just some of this stuff, it's almost easier, I guess, just to actually just sit down and write the story. (laughs) Because I can see that. You've got to create so many different, you know, forms of media and everything. And it's just so time consuming, but it is really fun. It's really cool when it does come together. So yeah, hopefully we can get that, get that done here. Mm -hmm. Keep us posted on that. You obviously like angsty fit. Sure do. We, a long time ago, when I first approached you about talking to us and God, I feel like it's taken forever, like two years, but also just like... (laughs) the last four months where we've rescheduled 12 oh different gosh. times. Yeah. But yeah. One of the things that I remember you saying to me was that how there's at least at the point where we were talking, there was so much pushback to angsty fic. Everyone wanted yeah. fluff and married Mulder yeah. and Scully and the baby, yeah. but you said it wasn't always like that. Can you mm-hmm. tell us a little bit about your experience with the progression of fic um, in terms of like how it was more angsty, it got to the fluff. And now I feel like maybe it's coming, the angst is coming back a little bit. Yeah. You know, when we're on Tumblr and, you know, uh, fandom on Twitter really wasn't like a big thing yet. Tumblr was the preferred platform. I feel like everybody, I mean, you'd still get fluff, you know, and you'd get family thick and you'd get really good case files and stuff. But I feel like the fandom was just so like they were devouring all of the angst at that point. Really? And so what year was this approximately? 2016. Oh, so not that uh-uh. long ago. It wasn't no. like 1999. It was. No, oh, okay. I don't remember what it was like back then. So this is no, this is definitely more recent because I stepped away from fandom for I don't know, a couple years there. And then I came back like a year before they announced that they were going to do the revival. I feel like angsty fic was way more accepted at that point, you know? And then it like shifted to Twitter and, you know, Tumblr's kind of dead. I mean, it's still there and people are still posting and stuff there. It's just not what it used to be. It was a madhouse before. Mm. And now it's just, it's chilled out a lot. I feel like everybody's kind of migrated towards Twitter and once it migrated towards Twitter, it looked like it definitely took a turn and it was like everybody was wanting fluff, you know, and maybe not fluff, but everything. It was like if you were going to write, you know, like Mulder other Scully other, that was just a, it felt like that was like a big no, no, you know, it, it maybe feels it was very, a no, no yeah. frowned upon. Yeah. yeah. And like, and I don't think that that's <laughs> very changed taboo. though. Yeah. No, it still feels that way. Yeah. And, you know, before it seemed like everybody really enjoyed that, like, you Mm -hmm. know, eight years ago where now with, you know, okay. So, you know, my fic tsunami, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. when I was writing that, uh, however many years ago, I got a lot of pushback because of that fic because no kidding. Yeah. Oh man. I was getting flamed on Twitter. Holy cow. And you know, but do I have to kick? Right. Oh, not even one of the people isn't even on Twitter anymore. But, I'll find them. Oh my god. That's okay. It was so bad. Like I, one, I didn't even know these people were reading my fic. But two, like, I mean, you know, come to me and tell me you don't like it. Or, you know, I don't know. Anyway, I guess don't, because I don't care yeah. if you don't like it. But also, I guess lesson learned. Like, don't Google your own handle, because that's how I ended up finding it. Cause somebody was like, Oh, I heard. And 
So anyway, long story oh, short, geez. yeah, I got I got flamed for writing tsunami. Um, what were they oh, saying? Yeah. Just how gross that it was slash other. Uh, not even slash other that it was slash Diana mm-hmm. and that she I didn't make her like some crazy terrible person. You know, yeah. I try I was trying to humanize her a little bit, and I think a lot of the issue too putting Scully through all of that, yeah, um, having to you know be with Mulder and watch Mulder. I don't know, like go through this entire situation and it's something that she couldn't give Mulder and everything. So I put her through a ton of hurt while it also being a slash Diana. It was like the biggest like X-Files sin or something. Mm, yeah, it I does feel, feel like that Diana way. is a big one. Yeah. I, th- I yeah. think like Mulder other in like a, just a random other is a bit more acceptable than a Mulder Diana for yeah. sure. Yeah. And you know, like the sad thing is, is that she was really written to be such a two-dimensional character though. Yeah. I mean, she was just literally there as a plot device. And so she yes. and Chris Carter for that one. And you know, it's tough when you've got yeah. people like me who like try to humanize her just a smidge, just to give her a little bit more of a purpose um, and not to be just, you know, a two-dimensional character. I mean, to be fair though, I definitely used her as a plot device here too, but. But there was more know, that, to her though in yours. Was, like she was, was so much more interesting it was though. so there good was i loved so it when it came out oh thank you yeah <laughs> um not yeah. everybody feels like those people do there are people who absolutely enjoyed it oh no i appreciate that i'm just well, not using it as an here, example right? <laughs> amen to that. right yep and so um yeah that's what's so tough though is i feel like even like that's there's no progression with the hatred for that type of angst um i feel like that all of a sudden was deemed like not good anymore and now a lot of people don't want to read that anymore and maybe they didn't before either and they just didn't really voice it i don't know i'm sorry i just realized i just went off on so many tangents i don't know if i even answered your question um Oops. we're here to go with the flow the other yeah. one is is scully skinner and i am a self-proclaimed slut for some scully skinner oh, yes. we, did that scully we did that episode yep. <laughs> and i love that like sn what is it sn 1572 mm-hmm. is that yeah. what it is i love that um, one that yep. is one of my faves you know what was it negative utopia before that and then she like revamped it anyway though one of my all-time faves and that is another one that people like will not touch with a 10 foot pole and and like and they will get mad there was a little ditty going on there was a little argument on twitter because they kind of got tricked into reading scully skinner and yeah and so and it turned into a big old fandom fight because that is how strongly people felt about that situation because there was no there was no warning right yep there was no trigger warnings or anything and you know what i like how it came out the way like the way it was written and then you realized who it was i'm like oh that's so great that was, I, I and, was that was, and the thing is it's like that was the point that yeah. was the well, point of that. it yeah because we discussed that it <laughs> that was yeah, the point did. of it was the big aha you yeah. know and so like that's a really crappy situation to be in especially as a writer because you've got yeah. people telling you you need to put these trigger warnings and then you're yeah. like but that's going to ruin the entire that point of the story and the experience the story. absolutely and it wasn't a long story like to say that you oh, gosh, invested no hours into it, it like no. to read it Wait, I mean, which story was this i don't remember what I it was called don't but i remember the name i don't remember like, either it was oh. by gay crouton oh, i'll just okay. throw that right out there i can't no, it was it, i think she it was a series that she's been working on i think it was like the newest chapter of that series it's yeah. kind of like what slip and mickey said about uh seraphim how oh i'm not reading major character death and then she finally i don't know how she got around to reading it 
And she goes, see, I would have read this. It's such a good story. Mm -hmm. I was like, I told you. She goes, it needs major character death asterisks. Yeah. (laughs) Let me know. I don't want to know what the big giveaway is. I don't want to know the big aha moment, but I just need to know that it's going to be okay in the end. But like it ruins the whole story. story. Yeah. Yeah. because you're waiting for that asterisk dilemma. to happen. <laughs> I feel like, yeah. the, and that's it. Then you're waiting for that asterisk yeah. to happen. And yeah. the entire time, you're just like constantly wondering who it's going to be then. Is it and now? especially be this chapter. <laughs> right. And then as, as far as the story before this, though, to the one by Gay Crouton, I don't know what her AO3 handle is. Only the inevitable. Only the is inevitable. That right? the inevitable mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. That one, I oh, literally any story. Trigger, sorry, it just clicked for me. <laughs> <laughs> literally any trigger warning would have ruined yeah. that entire story. Mm-hmm. You know, there's yeah. no way. Like if you put that it was going to be Scully other or that, I guess, what was the other one that it was? Uh, oh, what's the phrase? Dumb. Oh, I can't remember. I'm having a brain fart. Like it's real questionably consensual. Oh, um, uh, because. Oh, uh, Dubcon. Dubcon. Thank Did you. Consent? Yes, there it yeah. is. Well, also, I feel like that was kind of questionable, too, because I don't just because somebody is grieving, she's still an adult and she's still making her own decisions. And I think Mm -hmm. that was the point, right, that she was so deep in her grief that she she ended up having sex with Skinner. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, though, that's um, right. That's right. That was the one. Yeah. Yeah. And so I feel like as a writer, that's just you're put in such a, a touchy spot there with some of these trigger warnings because you're potentially ruining like the whole creative point yeah. of yeah. what you're right. writing. Not all the time, but like if you're going to write something like that, that's for kind of like shock value. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely. And I guess then you run the risk of, you know, people flaming you for it. You know, I definitely defend a writer's decision to not give away a major plot point with a trigger warning, especially if it's not like there's not really any ethical problem with Gully Skinner. You may not like it. Mm-hmm, you don't yeah. like it? That's fine. I get right. it. I hear you. But, mm-hmm. you know, it's not, if it were like rape or, you know, some yeah. sort of very violent event yeah. or something that could yes. potentially be very traumatic. Okay. That's maybe a different conversation, but if it's a slash other or something like that, then you can definitely yeah. defend like, okay, the worst that happens is somebody reads this and they get upset and you know what? They're going to live. They're going to go on with their lives and they're mm-hmm. going to be fine. Yeah. And Hopefully they can be a grown up about it and not write hate mail to the writer. Yeah. But it's a shame when that happens. I went into Split the Lark by Syntax. Do you know what Mm -hmm. I'm talking about? Yeah, definitely. Without without reading trigger warnings. And so, y'all, I was mind blown. Like, I could not believe. What? Like, I, oh my gosh. Like, I had to step away from reading for a couple minutes. Like, I... Yeah, I wish I would have looked at the warnings on that one. It just jumped right in and that was a bad move. So, you know, especially in those cases, trigger warnings, super important, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that, I, I feel like that's different than a big aha moment. Um, absolutely. That yeah. deals with yeah, sexual that's assault. And, yeah, absolutely. That's a different conversation. So that's, yep. And because we are in a, we're in a good place now because in the old, old days of fic, there wasn't such a thing as trigger warning Mm -mm. and one of the very first things I ever read was a non-consensual situation and it it was okay for me personally like it it didn't upset me in a way that was traumatic but I'm sure Mm -hmm. that it would have been different for other people so yeah I mean at least we have trigger warnings now and people for the most part are good about using them because that didn't used to be a thing but yeah if it's something like this where it's Gully other Mulder other or whatever you know yeah you don't want to ruin the story right even questionable dubious consent 
I think that's kind of in the hands of the, you know, that's in the eye of the reader. That's it's your perception that it was dubious yes. consent, just because you think that it might be somebody else might not think that, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and that's, I feel like that one specifically, the the trigger warning for dubious consent for dubcon is super duper tricky because what I consider to be dubcon, you might not, Yeah, you know? Oh, that's very true. It's really yeah. subjective. Yeah. So subjective. That's a good word for that. <laughs> I like to write sometimes. I just can't think of words <laughs> ever. Subjective <laughs> the, and consume. Those are you the know? two words so far. <laughs> words of the day. I'm going to like tattoo them onto my arm. <laughs> well, and I mean, you know, keeping on this topic in a sense, if you have an issue or you want to talk about it, like you can private message people. That That is a thing. Like, you know, you That's don't true. have to go and blast someone publicly, you know, or like put a comment the, on the link of the fake and whatever. Yeah. I feel yeah. like it's one thing to like do it on Twitter and just start like an actual, you know, like conversation about it. Right. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, you know, tweeting about it and starting like a civil conversation is one thing. Um, because yeah. especially like we we're talking about Dubcon being so subjective. I mean, that's that's a good conversation topic. Mm-hmm. It really is, I think. And especially if everybody can stay cool and not get super heated and not get super offended. But when you're hopping onto somebody's AO3 and you're commenting about not liking something or you're trying to, you know, flame them or whatever in their AO3, like, I, I just don't think that's cool at all not at all it's so super uncool yeah yeah i think to be able to like you know have a conversation about it though is you know a good thing as long yeah. as everybody can blast. stay cool mm-hmm. yeah. that's mm-hmm. the tricky part the staying cool that's the tricky part especially on twitter because yep. you know two or three people could be having a lovely conversation about yes. something and then somebody out there <laughs> who wasn't part of the original conversation jumps in and you know they don't agree or don't like an aspect of yeah, the story or right. whatever and then things get terrible. derailed so yeah yeah derailed, derailed. <laughs> yes. oh man so, that yeah. happens a lot yeah, yeah. That does it happen. really happens a lot it does um, take yeah, it to the yeah. group chat and you know just hash it out there in your safe space and yep you know yeah i've got my shit talking friend i know yep <laughs> mm-hmm Yep. Yeah. She has received many messages from me. Yeah. So yes, everybody's got to have their safe space for that. Now, why do you think that maybe some of the dark fic is coming back now? There's a little bit more of an interest. Is it, do you think it just might maybe goes in waves or? Yeah. I, I feel like you've had that. like a good overall picture. You've studied fic from the nineties, the early two thousands, because you yeah. were recommending them. Yeah. That's why I'm wondering about your insight. I, yeah, I do think it goes in waves. I think that, um, (laughs) because I don't write fluffy fic, that is not my thing. And so as a writer, when what you write isn't like necessarily like popular at the moment, that sucks because Mm -hmm. you don't have the audience. Right. And like, clearly I'm not writing for anybody else. So yeah, I do think it goes in waves and I think it's kind of like everybody just kind of hops on a bandwagon and then it's just, mm. it's a topic that be, or a, like a, a genre or a subgenre that just becomes super popular. And then before you know it, everybody's kind of writing it, you know, mm. um, like for a while there, it was the, the Scully Stella, mm-hmm. like it was like, man, you were just flooded with that. You couldn't get around it. It was like everywhere. Everybody was writing Scully Stella or Mulder Scully Stella. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was just, that's, that was like my entire timeline for like months. Um, and so I do think it's just, it just goes in waves, you know, everything just kind of mm-hmm. 
it just comes and goes. And I think this is just circling back around finally, which thank okay. goodness, because it is my time to shine. <laughs> <laughs> I also think like the, the fluffy, happy, you know, fix kind of came about was, you know, when the series ended the second time. We were you desperate know, for that. It, desperate yeah. for because it was another you know, like, oh, this, here's your, your second chance, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Okay. Season 10. All right. We'll give you season 11. And then it just, no one was really satisfied. Right. And yeah. then with the ending that we were left with, it was either completely ignore that or yeah. finally give them like a happy ending type of thing. Right. Like mm-hmm. give them the non angst for a little bit. And so I think people are happy now. So maybe. <laughs> I think that yeah. everybody was very touchy after, especially the William storyline and then Sally yes. being pregnant again. Yeah. I think that everybody, not everybody, I can't say everybody because some people were cool with that, you know? Yeah. Um, but I would say there's a, a good percentage of people that were not yeah. and that they just, re- me being one of them, um, felt very burned by that ending because we've already been there. We mm-hmm. already yeah. did that. Yeah. <laughs> we did um, that she, once, guys. She's in her fifties, yeah. you know, like this is just so over the top ridiculous. And so um, I actually knew a lot of people that stepped away from fandom because of that. Mm-hmm. Like they wanted nothing to do with it after that. They were just so done because of that storyline. And so anyway, I think especially with that, that's a lot of play, you know, the fluff and the lighter hearted, definitely no Mulder other, no Scully other, definitely no Scully Skinner was getting recommended. Everybody just kind of needed, you know, to lick their wounds a little bit. Yeah, that makes sense. And you, you do say that you love writing angst and your time has come, but I... I think you write some really funny stories, mm-hmm. actually. Oh, like I found, okay, not necessarily the missing scene from the truth. I say, I think that's like one of the angstier ones that I've. That written, uh, it's yeah. one of my favorites, but yeah, oh, thank you. Yeah, I love it. But like, what is it? The pink glazed donut. Oh my yes. goodness! Hilarious! I died I, when I read that <laughs> in our in our group chat for like the three of us. You guys, it's it's short and you need to read this right now. And then all three of us were just like reacting in the chat. Oh my it god, was, I had so much fun writing that one. It was, was honestly so hilarious. That was because of my husband. Um, he had thrown that term out, and I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And so he explained it to me, and I was like, What? Like, I've never heard y'all. That before. I, neither have I. I, I had it either. either. I no, felt like I was, was living under a rock. No. I was like, Maybe it's a dude thing. I don't know. Maybe. Um, maybe. You know? And so, um, yeah, that's, I was like, Well, now I gotta write it because I need other people to know about this. So, how does he feel that you wrote that into a story? Oh, he doesn't care. Yeah. yeah no, I mean, does he find it funny? Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, he's totally okay, supportive good. of it. He's like, you know, Rockin, you do you, you know? Good. So yeah, no, he's totally kosher with it. He doesn't, he knows that I write smut, you know? And so he's very supportive of that. I don't know how to, you know. <laughs> he's like, I need yeah. to beta every smut that you write. Yep. Please send it my way. Yep. Let's get creative <laughs> to give you some inspo, yes. you know? So yeah, no, he's, he's super, he's super supportive, but um, yeah, no pink glazed donut. That was a fun one to write. It is fun writing lighthearted ones. It yeah. really is. 
I'm actually going to write, it's like an AU crossover and it's not going to be super angsty. So I don't know how it's going to go, which which is kind of weird because I actually, um, I have way too much fic on my plate that I want to write. So I've recently gotten into the ER fandom. Mm-hmm. and which I didn't know still existed I was gonna say and that still exists it really does there's a discord and okay. so um mm-hmm. and so I uh I'm gonna write an ER uh X-Files crossover mm-hmm. but it's also gonna be oh. you because Scully is going to be a medical doctor working at county <sighs> and so Love. she's gonna be working under Carrie Weaver and um Mulder is going to be the hot FBI agent you know and she's going to save him from a gunshot wound and I like it's all planned out I just have to do it but I feel guilty because I haven't finished the after mimic yet so once I finish that then I'm going to go hard on this one so okay. it's really oh, my world's colliding and I cannot wait <laughs> I'm just saying <laughs> I cannot wait <laughs> I'm super stoked like the few friends um you know you've got the friends that you talk about ideas with and stuff and um pretty sure they're sick of hearing about this one because I'm like oh my god like I'm I'm so here for it and this is very not like anything I've ever written before um you know and so I'm really excited to give it a go we'll see fantastic that's gonna be awesome Dina, I haven't seen you this excited in a while oh I'm so excited because I I watched I watched ER all of it like as it was happening you know like yeah and I'm just yep I'm excited I'm, I'm excited. Stoked for it. I've been. I also love ER. that. I love that AU of her being a doctor and you know helping him yeah. and whatever, and then yada yada. But now to put it into a world that you know I kind of know as well yeah. <laughs> that has its own characters is going to be even better. Mm-hmm. See, I'm so excited. You know, like, did you guys ever read Homicidal Tendencies by? I can't remember. Well, I haven't. It, it's. I know it's on our list of possible reads. That is one of my favorite case files. Definitely give it a go. But that's a crossover with, I don't remember what the show is called, um, but they did a fantastic job of including the characters from the other show and you not needing to know anything about the other show going into Mm -hmm. this fic. That also, spoiler alert, trigger warning has some other slash other going on. Literally one of my favorite case files. Anytime anybody's looking for one, I always recommend that one. So, um, yeah. Okay. Of course. You know, yes. Of course. Of course. There's obviously Just checking. But um, yeah, no, it's super, super well done. The case file is fantastic and really complex and very meaty, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like the, the case file doesn't end up as like an afterthought, which is super easy to do as a writer because you get mm-hmm. so caught up in, you know, relationship stuff that you're like, boop, and they solve the case. But uh no, this one is really just a very well-rounded story. So if you don't mind another crossover, I highly recommend that one. I love a good crossover. So I don't know that I read a lot of crossover. Really, I don't think I've read a, for me, it depends on random. what the other I've read because I loved also the West Wing. So I've read some X-Files West Wing crossovers. Really? I didn't yeah. even know that existed. There, it's not that popular, but it's like help saving the, you know, almost like call, mm-hmm. like not post call, but like pre-call type of thing. Yeah. Of yeah. yeah. So or oh, even that. like just post call. Yeah. There's some like. Yeah, and fun ones, but it, it wasn't that popular. But if it's a show that I really do enjoy, like I, I well, yeah, I'm down for a crossover. I was gonna do it's one of the many things. So I was gonna do like a Walking Dead. Hang on, I'm having another brain fart. <laughs> Maybe I need to drink more coffee. Uh, <laughs> Dawn of the Dead, Walking Dead, X Files, kind of like mashup. So I don't even want to say necessarily a crossover, 
but there was going to be some Walking Dead characters potentially and the Exiles characters. And it was going to have more of like a theme with the fast zombies of Dawn of the Dead. Mm -hmm. Nice. And I have the first chapter of that written too. But, and then I'm also doing a Halloween. I'm giving all my shit away. Um, I'm also doing um, a Halloween, like Michael Myers, um, Exiles crossover, which that is somewhere down the line. I'll be writing that too. Um, That would be great. Cause have you all seen that like, trailer that was for that well okay so i'm like a self-proclaimed like i'm love horror horror all day long and so i've been tagged in that trailer so Mm -hmm. many times and everybody's like you need to write a crossover so i'm gonna write a crossover yeah Mm -hmm. yeah honestly that trailer i'm like i would i would 1000 percent watch this yeah i would watch the shit out of that i would watch the shit out of that yeah absolutely okay all right well so much i love all this (laughs) I love getting the sneak preview too like knowing we have all this to look forward to I am psyched yeah I uh have slowly been getting time back so I've been able to actually kind of start writing again I had some crazy family stuff going on um the last like seven to nine months my mom was diagnosed with cancer and so she ended up moving in with me and so we were like her primary caregivers and she's in remission now which is fantastic oh that's good to hear um, that's yes. wonderful and so um thank you and so like we're slowly kind of like I'm able to do more things now you know mm-hmm. and my yeah. toddler's getting a little bit older and a little bit more independent and you know not such a barnacle mm-hmm. so um <laughs> you know we're um we're getting there and so I'm actually slowly getting more time to write so maybe i can at least finish you know the after mimic and move on to to other things so that's great to hear if you feel like you've given away too much of <laughs> this is what's coming up and you don't want to feel oh, like you're no, it's okay. you know now now you have to do it just let me know cut that part Honestly, out maybe it'll keep me you know like <laughs> what does that keep me credible or whatever whatever accountable, okay. accountable. yeah biscuit i am really on the struggle <laughs> bus tonight with that oh my gosh look um, you were up like, way too early dealing yeah. with some unpleasant things and <laughs> thank you thank you for it, we all understand <laughs> lynn you were a little late but her son had some tummy troubles at like five in the morning yeah oh, so no. she's tired yeah i did take a three-hour nap but i feel mm. like my brain is still like trying to catch no, up. yeah, it, yeah. It's, not the it's, same the same. A full no it's not it's not the same yeah my it's brain rough. is like fried <laughs> it really is but you know what I've discovered with writing that um, that it helps a lot too because you're just constantly on the move, you know, when you've got kids and stuff. And I mean, you are period as an adult, but, you know, I had a kid on there and then it's even more so because you just have such little time to yourself. And um, I have discovered talk to text and in my notes has been amazing because mm-hmm. I can literally be chasing my son around, like pushing his cozy coop and chasing him from one room to the next <laughs> with my phone in the other hand and screaming, you know, uh, fic. <laughs> into my notes app it's really worked out quite well it's, oh, like the, it's how the last couple chapters of the after mimic got written <laughs> that's a good tip actually i was actually it's I was, really good i was just gonna ask you do you still do like the notebook you know the actual notebook writing and stuff or oh, not man. as much no just uh, not as much no yeah. i i have like when you know times were desperate if i didn't have i don't know like a phone or something like that but no for the most part it's been the notes app or Google docs on my phone has been, uh, which before I was like, I always had to be at a laptop. I always had to have quiet, you know, and just to, I used to wake up and, you know, have a cup of coffee. I'd get comfortable and I just write and write and write. And, um, obviously those days are gone. So, (laughs) 
Um, now I'm, you know, it's three o'clock in the morning. I'm doing it with one eye, trying to <laughs> type it out real fast while my yeah. kid's snoring next to me and my husband's on the other side snoring. So things you do, things you yeah. do for writing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or fandom. Amen to that. You know, I have so much respect, especially for the people that are making like, you know, like the gift sets and, mm-hmm. oh gosh, those fan videos. Um, oh, especially like, yeah. uh, what is it? Uh, Laura, I can't remember what her Fox? handle is. Yes. Is it Scully's and, Parka? Yes. Yes. Uh-huh. I know she made one for the actor and she made another one for yeah. what was oh, the trailer. Light, light. Mm-hmm. Yes. Holy cow. Oh, that's so talented. God. I wish yeah. I How could do that. How do they do that? that? Teach me. I truly don't know. And yeah, the after I, like, one was really good too. Holy cow. Like yeah. I would straight up, like I would pay somebody to make those for all of my bigger fix. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Once you see it, because I think one of the ones she made, we thought right after we read a piece, was it the blind in my white light? Probably yeah. right yeah. after we all reread it. Yeah. And then I was like, I'm going to read it again. You yeah. know, it no, really inspired oh. you. It elevates the whole experience of yeah. reading this fic, you know? Oh gosh. Yeah. I used to like get people, I had this one friend, she's not in fandom anymore and she would make me, you know, like media and stuff for my fic. And when I did um, Ravenous, she had made like a, like a glitching gif and everything mm-hmm. for me, a little bit of like media for it, which was super cool and everything. But like, but this is so next level having mm-hmm. these trailers and like the music the music and the yes. clips and the editing it's just so smooth and oh man like it really just like it really gets you there yeah mm-hmm. yeah it really mm-hmm. is next level and it just enriches the experience and the thing yeah. enriches the media and the media enriches the thick experience mm-hmm. and yes. it's just a win-win Oh, really? I feel like we're so lucky because so being in the ER fandom, like I'm just like dipping my toes. They don't seem to have like a a lot of other fandoms don't seem to have like this presence that the X-Files does. Um, They don't seem to have like if you go on Redbubble, for example, um, and you search X-Files, Scully, Mulder, whatever, anything, all of the above, um, you're going to get flooded with all of this, you know, stickers and all this different drawings and just amazing artwork and everything. And if you go and search ER, there's like five stickers. You know, there's not the fan videos. There's not all the gift sets and stuff. We're very lucky, I feel like. Yeah. Um, in the X-Files great- fandom. So do you, because uh, I took a bit of a break too, like after the, in between the series ending and then eventually the revival or whatever, I stuck with it for a bit and then I took a break too and then I came back into it. But do any of you remember like was, well, was Redbubble around back then? Eh? And like, was there like, was there less stuff, you know, pre- revival because like when you think about it er was er finished when did the e, when did er finish i can't remember 2008 maybe yeah so i'm like i'm just curious like if if it shows that it finished you know didn't yeah. have a revival in a sense if it if it if that's affected our fandom but i, I have of- seen like what you said like it is our fandom is kind of like out th- like just very very vocal and still alive and you know i don't know it, it well, always made me wonder why. You also have to remember that the internet in 2002, yeah, when the X-Files ended, is not what the internet yeah. is now. And so yeah. you didn't have as many websites and like these dedicated fan sites, including mm-hmm. for merch. Now, I can't tell you what happened. I wasn't really in the fandom from 2002 till about 2015, 16 mm-hmm. So I don't know what happened in between and I don't know what it was like, but just the evolution of the internet must have Mm -hmm. amped it up. Now, 
I don't know, maybe because ER hasn't had a revival, it doesn't have as many you know, hits for I stickers think also too, and artwork. With Jillian too doing, I think sex that has brought a lot of oh sure other fans yeah. That, yeah. You know, are fans of hers and the fall and then they're like oh now i'm gonna watch the files like she oh, was the fall. This, this is, yeah uh, you know yeah the fall um i feel I like that also might have she's also a really big icon in the lgbtq plus community mm, and so right. i feel like that has brought in a lot of especially like newer fans and younger fans yeah, younger. discovering her so then they're like oh i'm gonna give this x-files a go i think streaming has been a huge factor in the x-files That's becoming true. so popular yeah and i just feel like um er just hasn't Indeed. had that you know yeah. it's i mean mm-hmm. you can still stream it obviously where and is really it streaming uh, Hulu or HBO. Okay. What's okay. frustrating though is actually there is some, uh, you know, the the character exam for example, uh, Carrie Weaver. She yeah. um, ends up spoiler alert being um, a lesbian. Yeah. Um, and and I remember as like a young woman you know, experiencing, like watching her on TV and, you know, with the whole like process of discovering she was a lesbian and coming out, being forced to come out to the public and, you know, to her workplace and everything. And so I think it's interesting that I understand that Jillian is, you know, such an icon for the LGBTQ plus community, but the character of Carrie Weaver doesn't seem to be like, she's Mm -hmm. not receiving, you know, it's like, it's not receiving the same attention as Jillian is, for example. And so like, there's not this like new wave of fans discovering ER like they have the X-Files. Mm-hmm. Just using that as an example. Well, also maybe because I, I can't name anything else that that actress has been in. You know, is she, if she, is she well, doing anything new and current to also and, get people interested? And not really. Yeah. And, you know, but also it wasn't her as an actress. It was her, her character, right. you know? Yes. And so I feel like yeah. that maybe also has something to do with maybe. it. And then it was, you know, the, the whole you know, same song and dance of, you know, she was an able-bodied person playing a disabled Mm -hmm. person and stuff. And so there's a lot of pushback with that now. Um, I think there was a little, she discussed that. Yeah. She had discussed it that, you know, at some point throughout her playing uh, the character of Carrie Weaver and, you know, playing that she was disabled, that she did receive, you know, some pushback and it was brought to her attention that, you know, maybe they could have actually just hired a disabled person Mm -hmm. to play Mm -hmm. this role versus you playing it. And so, I don't know. Anyway, I'm just talking to talk. Yeah. Um, <laughs> ER has not had it. this revival. Yeah. Well, <laughs> maybe if they guys. have a revival, it will spawn, you know, more stuff on Redbubble. And I'm yeah. sure it will. Everything's coming back. So. And I think, I, I think Stella back. happened at like a perfect <laughs> moment too. Yeah. Or even the streaming, like when it went to, you know, Netflix yep. and all that kind of stuff. I think that Th- all, that's not true. Just, like, I feel like she happened, that character happened at a great time. Yeah. And that created a lot of traction over absolutely X-Files as well. Because yeah, all these definitely. other people did what I didn't know. I thought I was truly the only person that did this, <laughs> that I would like kind of fixate on an actress. And then I've got to watch literally everything <laughs> she's ever been in. <laughs> yeah. I've seen some really weird movies that Vera Farmiga was in because of that. I've seen some really weird shit. You know, it's really interesting what like actresses will star in when yeah. they, you know, don't have a big name for themselves. But anyway, though, I'm willing to bet that has a lot to do with it. I think yeah. you're on something, yeah. And also, like you were saying, X-Files streaming on Netflix, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? And then, so you're, well, I just watched um, 
Jillian Anderson in the fall might as well watch the X-Files yeah. now. And I mean, that brings Netflix a bunch of young suggests people. it for you. Right. right. <laughs> really? Like yeah. Jillian in the That's fall? It's a big deal. Here's all the other Jillian. <laughs> yeah, really. And, you know, it's, it's interesting. I'd love to see the demographics or like the statistics as far as, um, you know, the fan base mm-hmm. and just specifically uh, how many people, their sexuality specifically, mm-hmm. because it seems that the, the, a lot of the following is not like heavily straight people. There does seem to be a pretty heavy following specifically of bi and lesbians, you know, and I blame Jillian for that. I give her all the credit for that because like I said, I started watching the X-Files because I was like, oh, she's got a nice face. (laughs) So, and then I was like, ooh, surprise, I was bi. So didn't know it, but anyway, that was my my coming out. That was like your awakening. (laughs) That was my awakening, Mm-hmm. X-Files Diaries did a really good podcast a couple of years ago. Actually, Fiona was on that. And it was about the topic of why the X-Files is a very popular show among the LGBT mm. yes. uh, community. Yep. And there was a lot of really insightful discussions and commentary and points that were made that I never really thought about. Oh. Um, Can you tell us what some of them out. were? I mean, you should definitely listen to the podcast because it, it covers it way better than I, and I haven't listened to it. It was several years ago. I think it might've okay. been even before COVID or at the very beginning, like okay. it was multiple years ago, but a lot of it had to do with the nature of Mulder and Scully's relationship. It's not exactly a traditional relationship. Yeah. And it also talked about in the podcast, they talked about how the show handled that topic there were some things that could have been improved, you know, looking back yeah. through the lens that we look at now, mm-hmm. things yeah. were different in the 90s, but the way that they sort of dissected it was really interesting. So I would definitely recommend people check yeah. that out. I want to. I'll share no. the link with you guys later. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Thank you. Really later. cool. I just, I think it's yeah. really fascinating, especially because it's, it's a heterosexual relationship, you know, mm-hmm. but it really has... Um, it does yeah, have it a pretty big fan base that of, you know, non-straight people. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really fascinating. Yeah, I it's saw super fascinating. a tweet recently that said that the X-Files or MSR is the, um, what, how was it worded? The gay person's ship. Yeah, I, I think that's what that. it said. I was like, <laughs> okay, I, I can see that. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably reason. one of the only ships where they're shipping a straight couple, yeah. you know, yeah. or a heterosexual. I wish couple, I remember I who say. said it. That's I wish hilarious. I but it's actually that is yeah, it goes along well with what we're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> and this was just a couple of days ago. I was scrolling through and I thought mm-hmm. I was like, oh, interesting. Okay, yeah. So it's interesting that you bring it up now. The yeah. gay person's straight ship or something. Yeah. 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 Um, I feel like I maybe saw that too, Annie. Yeah. It sounds familiar, right? It sounds familiar. Yeah. But it's just so cool that this show is just so accessible and feels so comfortable to so many people. I mean, yes. Yes. something about it is just so relatable for so many people. And we can't let it go for 30 years. Absolutely. I know that's insane. At this point, I'll be jammed if I let it go. I put in this much time. Like this, you know. (laughs) Who would have thought for life? Who would have thought this alien show? I'm not giving it up now. Nope. I've really made like some of like literally the best friends of my life because of this show. Mm -hmm. And that not a one of them lives in Michigan. You know, everybody lives in a lot of people live in California for me. Yeah, really. This show has really done some amazing things for me. Well, I was gonna say, like, same kind of thing for me. Like I'm I'm in I'm in Canada, I'm in Toronto, but 
I never, even growing up, like when the X-Files was on and I got into it originally, there wasn't really, I don't know, at least I never found anyone here. Mm-hmm. And it was mainly like Americans that were fans and, mm-hmm. um, but it was filmed whatever. in Canada. I know, but I don't that know. Makes, I don't know. So nuts, I don't, that, yeah. Maybe, just maybe it just crazy. I didn't know where to go maybe, yeah. but like, True. like in person, you know, other than me and my best friend. What it is now, it wasn't that then. Exactly. You know? So yeah. other fans weren't as easily accessible. No. Yeah. Yeah. And then Definitely having not. gotten back into it, I, I started on Tumblr. I was super confused. And then I eventually made it to Twitter. <laughs> and then, you know, Casey put out that little call of like, oh, who wants to discuss, you know, this this um, book? And I'm like, okay, sure. Yeah. I'm like, I'll do, I'll do this. And yeah, it ended up being 12 of us from all around the world. Like, I think only two of us are from the same state. Everyone else is from a different country. And <laughs> yeah, two are Pretty from much. New Jersey. And yeah. Then- and we were, you know, able to meet up a little bit and it like, so who would have yeah. thought in my, you know, late thirties, I would still be in this fandom and meeting right. people for the first time. And, you know, yeah. so it's, it's insane how many, like the type of relationships this, this creates when you actually Same sit down and that. think about it. Yeah. I mean, social media has done such great things for fandom, but mm-hmm. you know, the X-Files almost kind of found a way to do that before there was social media because yeah, of the right. message boards. Um, I mean, it was a lot harder, I think. You know, you yeah. had to spend a lot more time on there probably to make those connections. But mm-hmm. I know, and it didn't happen for me personally, but I've heard a lot of people tell their stories about how they met people over message boards. Mm-hmm. Live um, journal so, was my first one. I see. I I, I think I'm, I missed live journal. I was never into that. Like I missed that whole part of it, of the fandom. Do you know what I miss about yeah. live journal is the... You could select when you're doing a post, you could put your mood. And so you could actually have like a themed mood set. And mm. so like there's an X-Files one or a Scully based one and everything. Mm. And so it was fun choosing oh. which Scully you were feeling like in that day, that moment. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's it was fun. super cool. Yep. Oh God. That was, I think MySpace was popular back then too, but <laughs> yep. Live journal was my first one. My friend Katie, she lives in California. We actually like, we met and everything we mm-hmm. met because we actually started talking because of, um, Oh God, my brain, the tattoo episode. Never oh, again. Never again. Never again. Yes. Never again. We started talking because of our love for that episode. And that was it. We used to write fan pic together and stuff. Super yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. So then That's are a great you- episode to bond over. Yeah, it really yeah. is. Yeah. Are you going to Minnesota for the convention to um, meet more so people? It is like my my birthday is like right around then. So I'm trying to use that yeah. to justify going to Minnesota because it's not a quick drive. Um, I don't like have access to like babysitters and stuff. So yeah. um, I can understand that. Yeah. So it's kind of tough. Um, so if I do it, it'll probably be you know, like a family trip, but anyway, um, I'm, I'm like, I'm trying to, I'm definitely trying to consider it. I'd love to meet people. I went yeah. to, um, Chicago mm-hmm. and met, gosh, what was that? 2017. Do you know the, the wizard con or whatever? Maybe it was 2018. I can't remember. Anyway, I went to that and was able to meet quite a few people there. That nice. was really cool. Awesome. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting because most of the people I met aren't very big on fandom anymore. Mm. Huh. Oh. A lot of them have stepped to a uh, story by Corey. She was yeah. one of them and she's not really, I think she's still bopping around on Tumblr a little bit. And then Liz, uh, two moms. I met Kristen, yeah. Cat Eyes 224. I met somebody else that I can't remember what her handle is. Um, 
a handful of people, but they just, you know, they're not really involved in fandom anymore. Mm-hmm. A whole lot of them. Mm-hmm. I you know, know Story by Corey was one of the first ones I kind of stumbled across on Tumblr. Yeah. Which was actually really fun. Yeah. yeah I, remember and, uh, I mean, her, st- her stuff is still floating around constantly on Tumblr. You know, she just, know. Yeah, she just has such a presence there. She is like the queen of first time fic, I feel yeah. like, you know. Um, and like, it's so funny because it's like we... Like as a writer in fandom, you always, maybe nobody else does. I've always worried about people like, I don't know, like coming up with like a similar idea as me and taking a story that like I was going to write and then they take it and run with it. And what was great about her is that we wrote such vastly different stuff, you know? And so like, we never had to worry about that with each other. Never Mm -hmm. once had to worry about the other person poaching the other person's idea because we wrote such different stuff. But yeah, she is absolutely the, the queen of first time fic for sure. And she's very good at it. Actually, mm-hmm. she's also good at some angsty stuff. My favorite one of hers isn't even angsty, surprisingly. Oh. Um, it was the uh, it was the phone sex one. Oh, that's good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Specifically, just I think it was even just the first part. After I read it, I was like, Jesus Christ, I need a <laughs> cigarette after that one, man. <laughs> Like, and I've read some smut, but like her pacing was amazing. Yeah. Like, I was just like, dude, like... Yeah, they need to reread that one. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that was one of my faves. Like every time I think of her fic, I always think of that one. I'm looking it up now because I don't remember the name. (laughs) I don't either. Oh, I don't. I see, obviously, but I don't remember crap. The Skinner one that you were talking about by Only the Inevitable is called Grief Sex. I looked that up. Oh, Oh, yes, yes, yes. yes, What was it called? That's right. I need to know. Okay, we're talking about to be fair in that one. I mean, like, wouldn't the you title, title alone be like a trigger warning? I mean, <laughs> That's it, yeah. Throwing yeah. that out there. Yeah, I can't remember what the the voice, uh, the phone sex one was. I'm on it. <laughs> okay, it, it's not easy to search by um just like a keyword, so I'll do it later. I feel like we could talk all night, and I do feel like I've spoken quite a bit. Dina, Lynn, do you have any other questions? That we didn't cover that might we actually I, I had questions but we've covered them it just over the course of our discussion yeah yeah actually Which, patty i gotta say you're really good i had some questions and like talk about or well it was on the spreadsheet talk about tsunami and then you did yeah. i was like yeah great. we you did the work yourself she thank answered you so all much. of our questions before we could ask yeah, them yeah. so i mean wow I like to talk. I like to talk. So. That's really good for a podcast. <laughs> yeah. That's great I'm for starting, a podcast. I'm actually I'm starting a podcast. Oh, Ooh. you are? Tell us. Um, it's uh I think we're calling it throwback recap. And my friend Mike and I are going to be rewatching shows from the 90s um and maybe like early 2000s and just discussing episodes. Love so it. just oh, kind of like fine. chatting us. And so we're actually starting with ER because that is the show that I'm watching right now. Yeah. So yeah. So I might hit you guys up for like some tips on editing and everything. But um yeah let me we, know. Okay, cool. We really just need to sit down. I mean obviously you can see how hard it is to find the time to mm-hmm. sit down and talk. And so that's it's where easier we've been with struggling two people too. versus four. Yeah. Though, yeah. Oh so. I can imagine. Yeah. yeah. And so we've, you know, tried probably, we've probably rescheduled like five times now just to even sit down and, you know, do our first episode, but hopefully we can do it soon. Well, I can't wait for that. Is it going to be like random episodes of a TV show or are you going through the series? We're going through the series. And so especially with ER, because it's what, like 20 to 24 episodes per season and there's 15. So we're going to cover just for the show specifically, like we're going to cover like 
chunks of episodes yeah. so okay. um like major like plot points and um that's like smart. arcs and everything um mm-hmm. certain episodes that are like just really big episodes you know like a character death or something we'll probably cover that episode alone but Lu- um, lucy was her name lucy that character lucy? death <sighs> okay, but, that, but that is like a three episode arc though and so I, we would cover the reveal that was still oh such God. a reveal sorry not that, you i don't remember no sorry, spoiler alert that lives like <laughs> in my mind's eye like yeah rent free and has since the the first yeah. the first watch when as it aired like i will never forget that i don't Who think watched lynn watched it no no, I haven't seen, I don't know if I've even oh. seen one episode. It's just oh, okay. me and you, boo. It's just me and you. I watched it, but like a long time ago, and I don't think I've seen every episode. So, you know, that the was- patient, a patient stabs Carter. I don't And remember. then he falls down, like that leads to his drug. Oh, okay. I do his, remember that. His yeah. drug, so when yeah, he, his drug when addiction. he falls down on the ground and he's like on his stomach looking under a gurney and he looks to his like left or whatever, there's mm-hmm. Lucy also already laying there already laying there bleeding out having been stabbed okay oh no the one that sticks with the one that sticks with me is this little boy who has cancer and he he's been struggling his whole life with cancer and then he chooses to die he's like i can't do this anymore and they play that green day song at the end and i just remember being really i was a kid when i watched it so i remember being really affected by this boy who's like no i'm done fighting i'm i just choose to die and i was like you can just choose. Oh, yeah. yeah. You don't Ouch. remember that. That I don't remember that one. Affected That's me rough. so much. Is Green the one that smooched really Susan Lewis on the Ferris wheel? I don't. That's all I remember. I guess the big thing that we haven't discussed is your book club. Yeah, tell us about Discord. Yeah, and how well, that came about. And I started reading fic again after taking a big break after fic chicks, and so I was going back through and reading some of my favorites to get back into it. And the first one I read was Machines of Freedom. Yes, that, yeah. I, I'm probably going to butcher this. Amal Nahuria. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, that is a really fun one to read. It's a really fun yeah. read. And so that's how it started. And I put a thing out on Tumblr asking if people wanted to do a book club and read this with me. And it started out that we were chatting on Tumblr in like some glitchy ass like message <laughs> part mm-hmm. of Tumblr, which is really crappy. And then um, we ended up migrating to Discord. And yeah. so it's been really cool. I think, it, gosh, it's been going on for over a year. Yeah. Um, like to the point that I like I'm not super involved anymore. Um, I read when I can and I join in when I can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I see Keisha post a lot about yeah. it. Yeah, recently she has been because of the uh the how do you pronounce that blue Sumatra yeah. or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, because she I think she baited a lot of that fic. And so yeah, she was posting about, you know, that we had read that fic for book club. So it's actually really cool. It's really fun having people to really just dig in and like dissect fic mm-hmm. with, you know, um, I feel like that's such a weird, like a unique interest, I suppose, to have. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's really fun finding your people to do that with. Definitely. I think I, I yeah. think I joined in on one of the, did you have syntax on? Probably. Yes. I think, yeah. I think she that's did. The yeah. One, yeah. Wasn't then, that the first one? I think she was the first author we had come on and the chat first with author, us. Yeah. Yes. 
because I'm, I'm friendly with her outside of fandom. And mm-hmm. so I ended up reaching out to her and asking her to come chat, which was super cool. We've had other people. We've had um, Natalie Sunflower Seeds in Science. She came to chat because I think we did by the Dim and Flaring Lamps. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, love that one. So she chatted with us about that. Um, I chatted about the after. Um, we've had quite a few authors on there, which mm-hmm. is really just, it really just levels up the, you know, the chat about, the fact yeah. being able to talk to the writer about all aspects of their writing process and For stuff sure. it's really cool super cool it's still going yeah. i don't remember what we're reading right now i should i should know this and i can't remember what was decided how long do the chat typically go on for uh it's about an hour man we they chat for about an hour and it's every two weeks we try to give um like especially the longer fic sometimes mm-hmm. you know nobody will show up and so we'll postpone it a week or two so you get extra time to read um like io locus we had to break that one down because oh, yeah. it, it's such a lengthy that might be the longest one i've read actually mm-hmm. now that i think about that because that is very lengthy with all the additional chapters mm-hmm. and stuff mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. yeah we've had some long ones in there but we've read some short ones too you know so every two weeks last about an hour 45 minutes to an hour sometimes longer though if you get like a really good conversation going with the writer yeah I mean, and for some of the really long fics too, it's, uh, I mean, you could go on forever. That's true. Really? Yeah. So, um, no, it's super fun. It's really cool. It's nice having people like that, like I said, to discuss that kind of stuff with. Yeah. About how many people do you get to discuss every week? Sometimes it's only like five people. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's 10 to 15. It really, it depends on the story. It depends on if the writer is going to be there or not. It just depends on everybody's availability too. Mm-hmm. Um, some people just lurk and they just read their conversation, you know, cause you can see who's there. And so mm-hmm. a lot of, we'll have like a handful of people that just lurk and like read the conversation and they don't really join in, you know, mm-hmm. and that's cool too. Here's usually like five to 10 people that are actively conversing which is nice like you know having a space to do that right especially if it's like maybe a controversial fic or some like a fic that covers different topics because it's like we said before like you know the conversation can get lost on twitter right once there's like a thread going of comments Mm -hmm. and then you have someone coming in and it kind of derails it and you know like what we were saying yeah so it's nice that when you yeah when you have that you know that discord that room that that safe space to do it it kind of stays on track like, you know, and you know, no one's there to bash anything. That's You're what there, I was like, gonna say. Yeah. yeah, everybody's cool. You know, everybody's mm-hmm. cool about it. Even if like that's we, awesome. And there's been times where we've straight up just said like, "This wasn't for me. Like yeah. this fic was not my jam. Um, I didn't finish it or whatever." And you know, even as far as like, this is why it didn't work for me. But nobody's ever been hateful. Mm-hmm. Nobody's ever come across as like just being a shit talker just to be a shit talker. Um, it's always a very tasteful conversation. That's good. Which is really appreciated, especially coming from a writer's point of view where I know that I've written some stuff that might be considered controversial. And so just knowing that it's being talked about in a tasteful manner, like also like I've listened to some of your episodes, definitely listen to your ones where you're discussing like my fic, you know, like tsunami and such. And I've really appreciated how you guys have come to the conversation with a lot of respect, even if there's things that you didn't like about stuff or um, things that you would have done differently or like to have seen done differently. You guys are so respectful about that. And just as a writer, thank you. Because um, that really, it just means a lot because like, I can't speak for everybody, but me specifically, like I know I don't write for a huge audience. I know not everybody is going to like my fic. That's fine. No, you don't have to like it, you know? The fact that you guys talk about everything so respectfully, though, is 
just really cool. So thanks for being that way about it. Of course. And we're not really there to bash anything Mm -hmm. except maybe wasteland, but we really do want (laughs) to come at it. And I like it, but, um, but we really do want to come at it. Yeah. We couldn't contain ourselves for that one. We had to. We mm-hmm. want to have an intelligent discussion, not yeah. like thick bash. What yeah. worked? Was this in character, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. You know? yeah. The writing well, deserves it. And it's really cool. Again, coming from a writer's perspective, like hearing somebody dissect your work, especially is really cool because like, it's like, I wish that y'all were around when I was looking for a beta because yeah. like, it would have been, we're cool here to have now. Convers- yeah. you know? I mean, I mean, Annie, obviously we have talked about the ending of the after and, um, you know, we've talked about that at length. And so like yeah. just having the different perspectives and everything really is very cool. And again, mm-hmm. it would have been nice to have that around though, when I was writing some of these fix just to, to have the different perspectives and to take that kind of stuff into consideration, you know, when writing it and stuff, but no, you guys are awesome. You well, really and, are. And in the end of the, like at the end of the day, behind the handle is a person and it's a person yeah. that has a life, may have kids, mm-hmm. may have a full-time job, may have two jobs, may have health things going on, may have like so many other things going on. That's taken the time out of their day, yeah. you know, to, to sit down and write a yeah. thing that, you know, they felt they needed to write and they, and they, and then they put it out for us for, for free. free, you know, for so free you don't like it step away and you don't have to say anything you know or like say it respectfully or Mm -hmm. or whatever like at the end don't say anything if you don't like it like really and truly for sure and since I guess okay so you guys had talked about the after right mm -hmm. and um it was discussed about the ending and stuff how it would have been nice to just want to explain this it would have been nice to uh you know, actually had been experiencing, you know, Scully going through and actually saving the world and mm-hmm. not be like conked the F out. So for starters, I don't know how many people know this. So I'm going to tell it now. That was actually, that whole fic was inspired by the movie, The Book of Eli. Oh. And um, yeah, fun fact. And anyway, though, so when I got to the end of writing that fic, I don't know if you guys know like a lot about like weather manipulation, but there's not a whole lot of information on it. <laughs> and so, no, like, I, I know nothing. I know nothing other than what you wrote. You, you wrote you. in your fake. I'm not going to end up hopping on the um, conspiracy Reddit. And I was like, y'all like do me a solid. I swear to God. And I'm like, do me a solid. Help me out here. Talk to me about like, where can I find information about weather manipulation? Cause I know it exists. I know that cloud seeding is a thing, um, but I can't find information. They're basically like, you know, good luck look for it on youtube basically and find yourself some youtube videos um they were not exactly super helpful hmm. i mean like, who I, you is know, this shocker. person coming in out of nowhere <laughs> shocker listen you know, it's like, for kind of, thick i'm just okay trying to i should have just thick. told them that you know i should have just been upfront and honest instead of being like hmm. so uh <laughs> anyway oh man so when it came to and then also i don't know a damn thing about lasers nothing yeah. i know nothing so when it came down to like actually writing like how it was gonna go down I was like I uh, okay so well, um it was, it was very convincing I will tell you that Thank it was, you. Yeah. It was totally yeah. me just like I'm gonna have to have her conked out and it's gonna have to happen behind the scenes and they're gonna use her journal and I'm not gonna talk about a whole lot of what's in there yeah. because I have no idea like 
I was going to have to like straight up, like make up stuff and oh, which yeah. I mean, and like, like make up lingo and like technical terms and stuff. Yeah. Cause I'm so clueless. And so I was like, she's just going to be conked out. That's what's yeah. going to happen. And she conked out. She's going to wake up and be like, boom, save the world. You know, here we go. Happy. <laughs> she ending. still saved the world in my she book. Sure so. did. Yeah. She so I, yeah, right. that was one of those things where I definitely, I got in like way over my head and I'm like, it's too late now. I can't go back. <laughs> you know? So we're That's just going to leave it solution to that predicament mm-hmm. that is yeah That's oh I exactly. feel like it's such a cop-out though like you know how like in the end of stuff they're like oh surprise it was all a dream yeah. and I feel like it was like one of those cop-outs but I was like I don't I don't know what else to do here so we're but just gonna make it work but I if mean, you it looked and you couldn't from enjoying it no at all, yeah. you know? That's true that's true. It would have been whole, nice like, though to see her. And the whole lead up to it, you sold it very well. So it wasn't, yeah, oh, thank you, you. you did not, you know, it did not deter from it whatsoever. No, exactly. thank you. But um, at the end of the book of Eli, you know, he, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the movie, you know, he's able to say, you know, word for word, the line, you know, the Bible and give all of that information. Like basically he's it's like, like he's on his deathbed or something. And so he's just barely able to croak it out, you know? I mean, the Bible is so long, so that had to have taken ages. So it was kind of like, I was going to go that route, but I was like, I don't even know what to have her say. So <laughs> she's just knocked out. Here's her journal. Yeah. It worked out okay. It did. A hundred percent it did. Because we still, it. I've read that multiple times. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Even before we read it for, to discuss it for here, I had read it multiple times. So thank yeah. you. That was my, that was my baby. That was my fic that I'd always wanted to write. And I was honest, I didn't have the balls to do it because there's, you know, we talk about like angsty fic and like, you know, not really having a place and stuff. And there was like the, the whole, like no angsty fic, no other, you know, and like the whole, like, mm-hmm. no, no, I feel that even more so with like post-call fic and like how I am like, kind of like meh with the whole historical au there's a lot more people who are like meh with the post call yeah and so i didn't know that i necessarily had the audience but at that point in fandom i didn't care i was just excited to hi oh my son is back hi oh i see reggie made an appearance too I guess. he's been in and out but that was the first time he was on camera yeah. his tail no i saw him earlier oh did in, in the, the background back. He snuck up behind you. Your shoes. Yeah. I'm sorry. I would probably be getting crashed by cats too, but I'm outside. So that's why I'm I'm not getting crashed. So I want to know, what are some of your guys' faves? Like everybody's got like at least one favorite, like classic, right? Mm -hmm. That if you have to recommend literally just one fic, Mm. like what are you going to recommend? Oh man, it depends who you're recommending to because it's the same with episodes. It's like you got to know the person. Are they looking for something like a crowd pleaser? Are they looking for something funny and fluffy? Are they looking for something really like a serious case file? You know, like more novel material? Are they like, would they appreciate something angsty? So I feel like you've right, got so to straight know up, the uh, I'm going to give you a scenario. It's somebody that's new to the fandom and they are just, they want to read anything and everything. Oh, so okay. what are you going to introduce to a new reader who doesn't know if they like angst or, you know, fluff or whatever? Mm-hmm. Um, what, what is the fic that you're going to recommend? But they know the whole series. Like they know what happens or. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yep. They're just new to fan fiction. Yeah. Yep. Let's just say they're new to fan fiction. Oh. You want me to go first? Yeah. Blinded by white light. Mm-hmm. Of course. That That's makes sense. One. Yeah. Okay. I think I would go with, um, 
a syntax six story. I think that yeah, has a lot yeah. of things. It has a relationship. Um, which yes. one? Yes. Original sin, maybe? Yeah. Or um, yeah. God, what's that one? The <laughs> The one that I recorded, what? and I can't remember the name of it. Jeez. The, the shoe series no. or um, blood oranges? No. I hate me for not remembering. I <laughs> freaking recorded it. Anyway, I, I get it though because yes, syntax Thank is you. a perfect example yes. because oh for sure you know you change the characters and it's a best-selling novel. You know, yeah. it's literally the literally, story literally. just literally. Yeah. you in. It was. I mean, yeah. yep. Within the first paragraph of a syntax book, I, I am in. <laughs> Man, I don't know. That's, yeah. This is hard. This is well, hard. Overnight sensation. Overnight oh, sensation. Overnight yeah. sensation. Okay. Terrific. Yeah. I, I mean, swear, every shit by her is fantastic. It really is. God, they're fantastic. Truly. <laughs> Everything by her. Like, I swear she's probably one of my top three favorite writers yeah. in fandom. Absolutely. Yeah. And deserving of, like, having that status in our fandom. Yeah. Just, I, I don't know of many other, I'm sure there are a ton of underwriters that have written such good case fic, but, like, hers is always so beautifully complex. The case file is always just amazing. And then the way that she weaves in, mm-hmm. you know, the relationship yeah. stuff, like she's so talented uh, with that. Yeah. Um, what's the series yeah. where, it en- like with the lighthouse? Oh, Terra really? Firma? Terra Firma. Terra Firma. Terra Firma. Like, mm-hmm. like that's a, that's a commitment, but I just like, there's some, it is. it's that, that one's very, you know, like happy and so until the end, but there are yeah. great like books yeah. of that part of that whole series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really yeah, cover certain topics well. You know, and she's such an easy read, yeah. which yeah. I really appreciate yeah, too. So she doesn't readable. get really purple or flowery. Yeah. Like she is just such a nice, easy read. Like it's so she's a really she's a breath of fresh air yeah. to read sometimes when, you know, sometimes it's really easy to get super purpley mm-hmm. and you know. So that's cool. All right. What about you, Lynn? This is tough. And I'm probably going to like change my mind in five minutes <laughs> and then change it again. Yeah. But I'm going to go yeah. with Velvet Gore's yeah. Prime. Yeah. Yes. That's a great yeah. one. Interesting. Okay. See, I'm already second guessing myself, but no, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with it. I'm sticking with it just because it's so readable and it's such a smart piece. Yeah. Like you've got to think to keep up. You do. And the ending just blows your mind. Yeah. Oh, it really does. And yeah. so it's got the suspense. It's got the action. Mm-hmm. It's got the sci-fi elements. It's got the romance. I feel like it's got a little of everything. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's the one that's coming to mind for me, if not one of the ones you guys already suggested, because I agree with all of those too. Yeah. All great fix, really. Yeah. Yeah. I have one more question then. And it's along the same vein as this. So everybody's got like a fave type of fig, right? Like my jam is usually post-call. I love post-call. I've read some really, really weird post-call just because I like post-call so much. I can't remember the weird one that I read, but it was really weird. Anyway, what is your favorite fic that is not your norm? So like mine, because my norm is post-call, but my favorite fic that is not my norm is hurricane season. And I normally don't do family fluff fic, but that is one that I cannot get enough of. If I'm having a bad time, if I'm in a reading slump, that is always one of the fics that I will veer towards. That's where they go to the beach Um, house, right? Yeah. Yeah. And the Scully family is there and 
basketball and like the whole hurricane. Yep. And that is normally not my jam, but I just... I'm a sucker for that one. Oh, that's I'm not missing the hard, hard questions. I'm sorry. Because you know, I don't really, I don't really have anything that isn't like historically. Yeah, you, it is that one's not my gym, but I haven't found one that I will go to. I mean, it doesn't have to be a go-to. Yeah. I guess just like, what's one of your faves that's not your normal? My normal. Hmm. See, my normal mm-hmm. is everything. Like, yeah, I think that's literally the that's everything. Fair. I think that's the hard part <laughs> with <fair>. us. <laughs> I don't think there's a genre that I just will not necessarily, but genre that I won't read. I just generally veer towards certain things a little bit more. I generally veer towards case files and post-call more. Um, So this is not normally like my jam, but it's one that I just, I will always go back to, or it's just a fave of mine. That's not my normal jam. Yeah. I have, I'm having a really hard time. I don't have a go-to and I don't Mm -hmm. have my spreadsheet with me because I'm on a different computer. So I've, I've, I could like scroll through and look, but I, yeah, nothing's coming to mind. Okay, so like food for thought, then yeah, later. yeah, okay, yeah. That's, that's gonna. We'll that's a great back. question. Yeah, because in our next episode, we report back. Yeah, because <laughs> I do that's feel like idea. three yeah. of us will read anything. Mm-hmm. I feel like absolutely really any. No, what not will fluff. you not read? Fluff. Oh, okay, but I mean, like, Please. I don't mean religiously. You're gonna read fluff. You may be one that has some fluff in it, Maybe. but not centered on fluff. Maybe. Yeah. If if fluff is a portion of the story. Yeah. I will it, generally tend to veer away, especially from like straight up baby fic. That is just. Mm, yes. Just like I feel like that in your mouth. Yeah. Okay. Like a cavity. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. An Emily fic. I wouldn't necessarily oh, read. A child yeah, slash Emily stuff. fix, but what's the one like Emily alive or what? Like oh I'm no, no, no. like where she highways? lives and then they she become lives. a happy family, and I'm, I do, I wouldn't normally oh, read that. But what's all the one that is dark and bright? Yes, yes. or whatever. Okay. Let's go with that one. Okay. I straight up, I'm pretty sure that is like the only one that I've liked, and I'm pretty sure I might. Nope. I thought I had that um, in book form. Oh. I lied. I have Heart's Desire. Completely different. Oh, that's Completely different. my favorite. That is my fantastic, favorite. but different. That's one of my favorites. Oh, God, same. Oh, I know. I, I feel it. like that's we a covered, controversial one, too. We covered that one. We did cover Didn't it. Didn't we, guys? Yeah. That yeah. was the one of the first, first one ones. I decided to record. Adam. And I'm like, it's so long. Saving his dolphins. I love Adam. Yeah. Yo, oh that was God. probably the first fic that I ever read that I was like, I would be totally okay with this not ending up. Yes. yes. Like, Same. I like his character Same. so much. Yep. I ship her with yes. Adam hardcore. Molder him. Yeah. 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 Well, and he was like mm-hmm. dickish in that. I yeah. mean, and he was very petty was. and yes. annoying. Yeah. You had jealousy from both characters. You had everything yes. in yeah. that fic. Yeah. He yeah. saves oh, dolphins. dolphins. That is my favorite. I do not boat. love that. Yeah, Wait, yeah I know. Right. Boat. Yeah, he has mm-hmm. a sailboat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty sure he was like ridiculously good looking. Yeah, he's like a bikini. Like house. No. Yep. I ship the it. Dog. I do. I ship it. His dog. Hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred percent. I'm trying to yeah. think of one. I'm, I'm really trying to think of one. I need more time. I bet I could come up with something, but I need more time. I was just going to go back to Annie's answer mm-hmm. though. That I actually, um, I normally wouldn't jive with a fic like that either. But I really do like yeah. that one. Mm-hmm. The all that is dark and bright or whatever. And yes. it's also, wasn't that by Malibu yeah. Sunset yep. as well? Mm-hmm. Yes. And um, yeah, I went into it expecting to not like it. So I was like hate reading it at first. And then like, <laughs> oh man, I really did fall in love with it. I really did. Honestly, what we put ourselves through sometimes, I'm hate reading this, but I'm going to do it. 
I'm going to finish it. <laughs> and then I love it anyway. Yeah. Well, uh, the one I read, I kind of go to often and I'm not a, I wouldn't say it's Mulder torture, but literally in every, every fic in this series, he's always getting hurt of some, like some kind. Um, is it the calendar series? Is that the one it's called? Uh, it's like an older fic. There's like the 4th of July one and, um, Who's it yeah, by? I can find it. I think it's easy to, to search, but like in the 4th of July one, he dives on top of the fireworks. Cause they're going to go to Maddie where he's in the playpen outside. And like, it like bills in it. Like it's a very like family. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll search it. Huh, I, never um, even heard but I feel like that's the one, like, I, I really like reading that one. Yeah, like Mulder told not to, it's not torture, but he's literally getting hurt in every every <laughs> every fic in that series. Um, I think it's called Calendar Series. Okay. Did you have one, Lynn? I am blanking. I can't come up with She's anything because I there's really no genre that I would say is not not my thing. Mm. You know, I I have lots of favorite fics in in pretty much every genre. There's and there's nothing, no topic really that I wouldn't you know give it a shot i just i can't think of anything even like stella scully that maybe it's not your thing but you're like okay i kind of like this this is good uh well okay we could go with that because yeah that's not something that you know if i see that in the tags that i immediately head toward i don't dislike it it just doesn't pull me in the Mm -hmm. way some people get pulled in but i did read when the ink dries Mm -hmm. yeah or actually i listened to it i listened to fiona read it because everyone Mm -hmm. should do that Yep. And really liked that. So that's mm-hmm. great. Thank you, Annie. Okay. <laughs> you got me off the hook. Well, it's not, you know, if you like everything, then like, I know you a little bit in your taste. What doesn't she talk about ever? And so yeah. that popped into my mind. Okay. Good point. Yeah. Good point. That's a good example though, too. That's a really good one. Cause I also don't read a lot of Scully Stella. And that is probably the mm-hmm. only one that I was like, holy mm-hmm. crap. Like I would read this all day long, but some kind of seizure. Yeah. Yo, she's just got away with words. She could write, you know, recipes and I will read those happily because her way with words it, sometimes it is, is just gorgeous. It's similar to what we say about Fiona. She mm-hmm. could read you mm-hmm. like an instruction manual and you're like, wow, Fiona. Oh my God. Say it again, Fiona. <laughs> People just have these. It is yeah. so funny. So those, that combination, no, some and, kind like, of seizure listen. and yeah. Fiona oh, or yeah. Call Me Scully. Oh, I think it's yeah. called Barbecue Series. There's, all, <laughs> okay. there's a reason why. Because <laughs> okay. Mulder is also a vegetarian-ish in this. So it's part, I don't yes. believe that for a second. There's a reason. So it's by Susan no. Proto? Proto? P-R-O-T-O? That sounds The familiar. Barbecue Series. This mm-hmm. is like completely brand new information next. to me, it's, which it's, is really it's surprising. Series. It's a big series. I need to retract what I said. And I think my actual longest fic is, oh, what is it? The, um, by Donna. It's the, the post-call mm-hmm. series that she has. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? After the bomb is all these ghosts. So it's not that title. Um, it's the after something yeah. series. I'm going to look it up and I'll tell you guys what it is. Anyway, there's like like a oh, wow. hundred chapters of this fic because she just keeps on going forever. Um, which was actually my goal with the after I was inspired by that because she like literally just continued on writing like chapter after chapter and introducing mm. new plot lines and new people and everything. Oh. She just like kind of like never ended anyway. Oh, it's really good. No, wait, which really one, what's good. it called? So you guys are looking for something to read. I can't remember something about after after's oh, in the title. I think it's, it's still going on, right? 
I don't know. Oh my God. If it is, man, she's got to be, I know there's like legit, like a hundred chapters and they're lengthy too. I mean, they're not, you know, just like 500 words. I don't know that. I don't think I know that one. Yeah. I'm going to find it. I don't want to send it to you guys. (laughs) I'm just going to give you all the stuff to read. Please. I'm going to join your book club. Please. Bring it. I think we've covered just about everything. It's been absolutely lovely talking to you. Can I call you Patty? Just making yeah. sure. Yeah, I think everybody knows me as Patty on Twitter anyway. Pieces of Scully. We didn't clarify that yet. Absolutely okay. lovely talking to you. Thank you yeah. so much for your time, your wisdom, your insight, your fic. Um, and yeah, thank you. Have a good night. Bye. Oh, thank you so much. I had a blast talking Bye. with you guys. <laughs> it's the darkest If you like this story and would like to contribute, you can do so by going to our Patreon page at www.patreon.com forward slash audio fanfic pod. As a patron, you are granted early access to one new story of your choosing per month. Thank you for listening. And remember, the stories are out there. It's the darkest time.